Welcome to the Slipstream F1 podcast. Join us every Thursday for the preview show and every Sunday after the race. In this episode, we talk Alpine losing Fernando Alonso in a surprise move to Aston Martin. Alpine then sign Oscar Piastri, only to lose Oscar Piastri. And what does this all mean for Daniel Ricciardo? Well, hey, Rob. Oh, hey, Mike. Welcome to Silly Season, the only time in the F1 calendar where we don't have cars out on track, and it's more exciting than having cars out on track. More silly than uh, McLaren in Miami. More silly than McLaren in Miami. Really? You should have seen. F1 Twitter was a buzz. This entire... I didn't get any sleep last night. I was on Twitter trying to refresh, refresh, refresh. Just trying to understand what was happening with Oscar Piastri, McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo, Fernando Alonso being cheeky, putting out videos of him being in paradise with a thumbs up. It was all over the place. You had Roman Grosjean tweeting out bu- buckets of popcorn as they watched what on earth was happening. It's been a nightmare. And quite frankly, it's it's made it's made Alf, uh, Alpine look like a bit of a laughing stock in the paddock. It really, really has. They've gone from initially saying that they promoted Oscar Piastri to the team. Handshakes all around, F1 putting up announcements, pretty much every single automotive journalist coming out of the woodwork and saying, we have signed, Alpine have signed young gun Oscar Piastri, only for Oscar Piastri to wake up in Australia three hours later and say, he's Australian. He's Australian. Okay. Yeah. No, they, so they announced this all at um, what would be 2.15 a.m. in Australia. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're Australian, is a bit of a weird thing to do. So they put out a statement saying, so this is Alpine, put out a statement saying that we've signed, or rather we've promoted Oscar Piastri to the team with Esteban Ocon. Everything looked very official. And when the morning came around, Oscar Piastri woke up and put out a statement. If I can just uh, read the statement uh, from Oscar Piastri, which reads, I understand that... Without my agreement, Alpine have put out a press release late this afternoon that I'm driving for them next year. This is wrong, and I have not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023. I will not be driving for Alpine next year. Insane. It's so insane. I... Okay, first of all, I I don't understand how a company like Alpine could actually, like, come to... I don't know, even think that this would then be a, a, a thing with, with, with him reacting so strongly to this. Why why would they go so ahead of themselves? Is, is, it, is it that they're a bit desperate at this stage? Are they... Were they trying to maybe preemptively announce it and maybe that just might get him in the seat? I th- yeah, obviously, it did the yeah. opposite. Um, it's just a poor move. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. It's like announcing to the world, I have a girlfriend when you just kissed a girl. Really. Yeah. It's it's not a it's not a good look for Alpine. Well, this isn't even kissed a girl. You swipe you you matched with her on Tinder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know, you you haven't even gone out for a date. No, you, you, never you even held her hand. Never even held her. Well, I'm sure he's done have, test. He's done yeah, test drive okay, test enough, drives for them. Hands. But he's been part of the uh, academy for the last four years, so he has been 
in the woodwork, and this has been the pipeline for him for a while. Maybe maybe this is just all a big publicity stunt. Maybe Alpine are like, hey man, you know what? This could be like a good thing for you, where we can just kind of blow up your name. Yeah. I've never even heard. I've never heard of Oscar Piastri before. I'm probably not the only one in F1 uh, on my level of understanding that that has seen it. So, or you know, I I, I think it's just a bit of a could be a a, a publicity stunt for him. Yeah, it's 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 one hundred percent not. Unfortunately, I I definitely understand why it might seem like that. But to give you a little bit of context, uh, Oscar Piastri is at the same level as George Russell and Charles Leclerc yeah. in terms of in terms of talent. Um, as somebody who watches your Formula Threes, your Formula Twos, he's demolished those categories. There's not been another two people. Uh, there's not been anyone other than uh, George Russell or Charles like George Russell or Charles Leclerc who's won F3 and F2 consecutive years and then had to be promoted to Alpine. The problem was he won Formula 2, so he had to go up to the next level. If you win Formula 2, you're not allowed to run again in the same year. Oh, really? Yeah. So Alpine were in a bit of a sticky situation where we thought, okay, goodness, we've got Ocon, who we've got on a, a contract until he's 86. What? <laughs> he, he signed like this five-year-long contract. Oh, wow. Which is bonkers yeah um and they've got fernando alonso who is so committed oh my they had to put him in as a, as the lp as the reserve driver now that it's come to a bit of a head here the rumors are that the contract that he has with alpine extends to the 31st of july this year okay there was already pre-contract talks about him going to McLaren, whether that be on a, um, a season-long, almost like a loan-structured deal, the same way that um, George Russell was loaned to Williams from Mercedes mm. in that sort yeah, of, you yeah. know, nurture him and give them some some experience. I think what what's really happened here is with Alonso leaving, that shook the boat so, so much. Yeah, yeah. Alpine kind of looked at themselves and thought, oh, God, we, we've just lost our best driver. We've lost... Um, all of our hope for next season. It's really risky putting in a, in, in a rookie, no matter how good they are. Yeah. So for them to put all that pressure on Oscar Piastri and put him in, when you've got somebody like an Alonso, is a little shaky. But he's he's good enough. So I think what they said is, okay, we're going to promote you. Congrats, kid. You got a deal. But he might be looking at uh, the fact that Alonso isn't there anymore. Mm. Somebody maybe he wanted to get a lot of uh, experience uh, from correct working with somebody like an alonzo you know Ocon's a good driver but he's not alonzo no so you you you're not going to have that there might be team dynamics at play here that just aren't really working yeah and um this could be shaking everything up but it really does open it up to well where is oscar going now like i said this is this is a kid who's at the level of george russell and Charles Leclerc, future world champions, no doubt. And I'd probably put him in the same bracket as uh, a Max Verstappen, Lando Norris as well. There's going to be these real high-end youngsters that are going to come through. So it kind of leaves us with, um, you know, where does he where does he look at going? There's a couple of seats that are available um, at the moment. And one of the ones that we'll, we'll start with right now is Williams. Williams just came out in the last couple of minutes after recording this i was really happy that we actually recorded a podcast after some news took place and uh, they've just signed and confirmed that alex albon's going to continue with williams which 
I think is an immensely good deal. He's a fantastic character in the paddock, but he's also yeah. a really good proven race driver. And I'm sure he could win races at some stage. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he 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 definitely has a good pedigree behind him. If you if you think about it, racing for Red Bull in the past, then unfortunately exiting exiting the sport very prematurely, I think, and now being back in the seat with with Williams, it it, it shows that he does have a lot behind. He has a lot to offer still, and I think that he could possibly even one day race for one of the big teams one day, like. Mm maybe mercedes if he if he gets his cards right i don't know maybe he is maybe. still contracted with the red bull um oh really yeah I, I didn't look too much into the contract that he's got with uh williams at the moment if he's out of the red bull driver lineup that would probably work for him really well because then he wouldn't be uh he wouldn't have to race under the red bull flag and red bull wouldn't be able to recall him at a moment's notice mm. so i'm hoping that um alex albon's racing as alex albon at the moment that would that would help him out a lot um but he has the unfortunate teammate of nicholas nicholas atifi at the moment which isn't exactly helping williams's cause somebody like oscar piastri if he were to go in there with Doralton capital which is the new ownership structure at williams they've got a lot of finances behind them if he went in there he'd be start if oscar piastri went to williams he'd be starting at the back of the grid with Alex Albon, two incredibly talented drivers, but that may not be where you really want to see somebody like Oscar Piastri um, starting their career, especially since it looks like um, they already have Nick de Vries kind of kind of linked in there. It looks a little bit of a, a done deal, but I don't know. I, I I don't see Oscar Piastri going to Williams. Do you? Uh, it's, it's it's very hard for me to say mm. because um, I don't know personally what kind of a driver he is. I don't see, but you know, like more than likely, I think he's going to go to a lower end team, and that unfortunately is Williams, that is Haas, that is uh, is McLaren at the moment. For, McLaren, yeah, yeah and it's I mean, crazy. But I mean, if you say that he's got the same kind of skill as George Russell and Charles Leclerc, who knows? Could be very realistic for him to go to a team like McLaren. They could be mm. maybe taking a gamble on another Australian and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, a young one at that. There are four teams. When I look around the uh, when I look around the grid in terms of the openings that still exist there, there are four teams that have openings. One doesn't really have an opening, but it's, it's probably where he's going. There's AlphaTauri, there's Haas, there's Williams, and then there's McLaren. I'll start with Haas. Haas have signed uh, Kevin Magnussen for two years, so he's got another year after this. He's secured. Mick Schumacher, I'm not sure whether or not they're going to re-sign him. If they re-sign him, they're going to have to do it really, really soon because he could start floating around the grid to uh, maybe like a, a Ferrari junior team if, if Guan Yu Zhou doesn't really cut it as much as he already is. He's only contracted there for one year. If he's succeeding and he's part of that Ferrari driver driver lineup, he might get the seat at uh, Alfa Romeo. Sorry, I think I might have said Alfa Tari. He might get the seat at uh, yeah. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. But the Chinese market definitely wants Alfa, uh, Guan Yu Zhou to stay in that seat. Then there's Alfa Tari. Yeah. Now, you were talking about how Alfa Tari last week is so similar Soda. to Red Bull yeah. and all these sorts of yeah. things. I think this could be... I, I don't think it would be too surprising if this were to happen and hear me out here the red bull family has a junior driver program 
where what should happen is the junior drivers are supposed to come into Formula One and uh, spend a little bit of time at AlphaTauri, like your Verstappens, your Pierre Gasly's, your Danny Kvyat's. They spend a little bit of time, then then they graduate oh, if they're good guy. enough to the main team. Yeah. Mark Webber is an Australian. You may remember the name Mark Webber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driver for Red Bull. Yeah. He's Oscar Piastri's manager. Now, manager. With, exactly. Now, with all the ties that he has at Red Bull. If Red Bull are, and they, they are at the moment, struggling to find that next um, replacement for like a Sergio Perez. And if you look at the F2 grid, they've got guys like uh, Liam Lawson, they've got Jehan Deruvula, they've got, they've got Dennis Hauger. They're not really killing it in the sport. Where Oscar Piastri demolished that entire grid, killed them all, destroyed Dan Tictum. He's got that pedigree behind him. I'm wondering if Mark Webber would have gotten Christian Horner and Helmut Marko on the line and said, look, I've got this exit strategy for my driver here. We all know he's going to be fantastic. How do we get him into AlphaTauri? Mm. Then once he's in that Red Bull program. Yeah, um, Yuki's not performing (laughs) at all. No, he's He's not not. cutting it. And I mean, neither is really a Grosjean. To be on uh, Grosjean, sorry. Nah, uh, Grosjean's I mean, not doing well. <laughs> sorry, I, was thinking, I was thinking of the next second. I mean, um, uh, what's it? Uh, Gasly. Yeah, Pierre Gasly. Um, even even he hasn't really been performing as well as he has in previous F1 seasons. Mm. Not don't get me wrong, he hasn't been doing terribly, but I, I I've seen him race better than than he has before. I mean, what in 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 the Hungaroring? What, what did he come? Like uh, he came twelfth, but yeah. uh, he started from the pit lane. He did. He actually did. He did quite well. Also, the uh, Alfatari compared to last year's Alfatari is a dog. I mean, yeah. he was getting regular fifth place finishes. Yeah, exactly. He's, you know, he's he's stuck in a little bit of an awkward uh, he, he, thing right now where he's contracted to Alfatari into next year. So yeah. you got this like mid twenties guy in the junior program. He's it just doesn't sit well. So I feel like he's. Wasting his time there, waiting for, not wasting his time, biding his time, waiting for another opportunity for another sensible move. And I, if I was him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't move to Red Bull. I wouldn't wait for that opportunity. I think he should go to a completely mm. different team. I think that he's just been absolutely abused, used and abused by, by Red Hill. And uh, Red Hill, sorry, Red Bull. <laughs> used and, uh, and abused by Red Bull because like well he went up to the senior team away. yeah yeah he was but then it was taken away right mm. and he still is a really skilled driver but i think that at this stage he's just hanging on for for nothing i think he has a lot more opportunity and he could shine in a in, a, in another team a lot more yeah then it comes to the more likely situation and what's been on everyone's everyone's lips especially on twitter it's been I can't even keep up with it uh, anymore. It's them trying to get him into uh, McLaren. It seems like... Who? Pierre Gasly? No, no, uh, no, no. Piastri. Oh, Piastri. Sorry. Piastri's... Yes. He had... What What I kind of gather is he had a pre-contract already sorted and set out with uh, McLaren to go into next season with. And it looks like he's going to be taking Daniel Ricciardo's place. There's no... There's no surprises there with uh, Daniel Ricciardo's seat being up for debate. 
He's just not cutting it. There's nothing yeah. against Daniel Ricciardo. I think everybody wants Daniel Ricciardo to do well. Yeah, he's, everyone a, he's likes such him. a fan favorite. They don't want him to lose. No. But they can, everyone knows that it, it, he's just down in the dumps. He's, he's not performing. He's, it's, it's just at this stage a bit sad. It's like seeing Arsenal or Chelsea or any football team for that matter, any team that you love just losing. You don't want that same team to then mm. be on the field. You want a completely different team. You want to see them win. You want to see those big chompers smiling and doing shoeies and all sorts mm. of ridiculous stuff. That's what we want. That's a Daniel Ricciardo that we deserve and also what he deserves. But you also might not ever see that again. But we do kind of want to see him be performing in a better state. So Daniel Ricciardo is looking to be moving to LP. And if this, if this goes ahead, it can go a couple of ways. So he's, Danny he's, Rick... Uh, Daniel Rick's probably going to be the seed. We'll, we'll touch on where Daniel's going next year, but it looks like Piastri's going to get himself in there. Into Alpine? Into McLaren. Okay. Which would leave us with, if that were to happen, it would leave us with Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri. Two hot shots. Lando's on a very long-term deal there. He's, he's committed his future to McLaren. Yeah. And this could be a great idea, but this could be... A disastrous idea and I'll put it to you um, like this when Charles Leclerc came into Ferrari he came to Ferrari with Sebastian Vettel being the established number one mm. the person that they were taking and making making the car around and when you come into a team you know you don't you might you might want to be a little ginger footed and uh, just ease yourself in there maybe for the first two or three races but if you're a winner, you're going to start asserting yourself very, very quickly. Oscar's the kind of guy that's not going to hold back. He's going to go in there and want to start pushing. If he's on par with Lando and they're able to compete, I don't think this guy's going to hold back. What's he got to lose? He's, yeah. he's in Formula One. He's there. He's going to take the risks. Now, Lando, instead of seeing a Daniel Ricciardo, who, you know, nice and friendly, but slightly at the back of the grid who's a little bit well, he's, he's not the driver that Lando is at the moment he's going to see somebody who might be quite a challenge because the first person you want to beat is always going to be your teammate yeah and if you start messing with that balance the same way uh, Charles and Seb started to uh, their relationship started to fray once Charles started demolishing mm. Seb you know they could have a bit of a bit of a competition problem on their hands at McLaren, and didn't that also? Ha yeah, that happened with um, Max Verstappen and uh, Daniel Avocado. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Avocado, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Yeah. It got a little too competitive, and Daniel Rick left. Yeah, that was one of the reasons uh, that he Rosberg Hamilton. But that that was a different. That, I think that's way different because those are two senior drivers compared to a junior to a more senior person but also no. Rosberg was also more of a senior to Hamilton Lando was Lando and and Piastri are both young guys no they're both young guys it's, so, it's, it's almost like putting two number one yep same level drivers against each other but you could also say the same thing about Nikita Mazepin and um, uh, Mick. Uh, uh, Mick Schumacher because they were exactly rookies rookie rookie rookies mm so but they were also not in the same kind of team so it's also a different circumstance they were both Haas you know last season was treating themselves as almost starting from the beginning they really were 
they they knew it because they had two rookie drivers they had a car that basically was going nowhere they also had this new oligarch coming in pouring his money trying to do all sorts of stuff so they were starting from the beginning anyway so it's a different kind of scenario Mm. to a well-established team like mclaren where you also have a driver that's been in the seat for like oh how many years has um lando norris been in mclaren what since 2019 2019 yeah so that's that's three years now this will be three years yeah. yeah um and he's also raced under such fabulous drivers like carlos Sainz with daniel ricardo um so that's also a different thing so he does have more of that experience so you could say that he is the more senior driver but at the end of the day he is still a young kid he's a young kid he's still gaining his experience so the dynamic i think between the two would be extremely interesting and i think mm. you are right piastri would have nothing to lose he would actually have everything to gain just by showing up lando norris yeah yeah and that's a that's a boat you don't want to rock too much no because then if you have that that feud in a team you, mm. you're not going to be you're not playing as a team now you're not just correct yeah yeah create a toxic well, environment it definitely looks like that's where he's going is uh mclaren and i guess I guess we'll see in the next to, in the next yeah, week. Gamble. Just you know, he just needs to handle it in a in a specific way. It's the only thing that can happen. If you had to make a, a betting man's guess, sure. I you know what I hearing everything and yeah, I, w- I would say that Piastri would then go to McLaren. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go to Alpine unless maybe for example uh, Lance Stroll Senior. What, what's You're thinking <laughs> Aston Martin? No, no, no. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm taking it completely different. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, what, what's Lance Roll's father's name? Is it Lawrence? Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence Stroll decides. You know what, son? Take a seat. Um, yeah, the board of directors say, <laughs> "Look, your son sucks, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the business of making teams win." Yeah. And your son's holding us back now, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. It looks like he's going no. to McLaren. It should be sorted in the next week. I think for for Alpine's sanity for everybody's just just for a little bit of damage control here i think a decision needs to be made as soon as possible yeah so that everybody can get in get in and uh make their move but daniel ricardo uh now that we get to talk about where danny rick's going uh mclaren have given daniel ricardo this is according to an article i was reading uh this morning they've given him until the end of september to make a decision on his future oh, which we're is have another drive to survive moment where he jumps uh, on a drive cliff, to survive is just going to be crazy <laughs> yeah should i go to Reno? No, drive to survive is going to be episode one ferrari is terrible episode two yeah is going to be a four hour long lord of the rings marathon on just this fiasco <laughs> that's going on at the moment but Dan- they've given him until the end of september to decide where he's going to go okay and if he decides to tell them look i'm staying at i'm staying at uh, mclaren mclaren are going to say cool buddy then we're going to buy you out of your contract yeah and you're out of here so either way it, it looks like he's out of here yeah so he's got a little bit of time to maybe make some friends and pull some strings and get yeah. himself um a quality seed and the next logical move for him looks to be um a bit of a, um, a horizontal move to yeah. alpine going right back to alpine and yeah and i don't i don't like it i don't like seeing my friend go back to their their ex that didn't really quite work out you know what i mean yeah. it's just, it's not a good look for the dude and if any but you know where else would he go he, he has no 
Haas? Is he going to go to Haas? He's not going to go to Haas. So, I mean, it's the only option at this age, unless something hectic happens at Ferrari, that, but it's not going to happen. But, like, Carlos Sainz says he can't deal with Charles Leclerc. I don't know. It's not going to happen. But no. at, at this stage, um, it's, it, yeah, he's going to go to Alpine. And it's sad to see. It's not, it's not progressive. It's, I, feel, I, I feel like it's 10 steps back. It it may feel like it's 10 steps back, but what you might need to look at is that the team he left is now in a better position than the team he's currently in, points-wise. And uh, just true, in terms true. of results as well, yeah. Renault have, well, LP Alpine now have a lot of good irons in the fire Who's with regards new? to their development. They've got Otmar Safnauer, who was the uh, technical lead at well sorry he was the team boss at Force India which became Racing Point yeah. and then Aston Martin I'm not even going to say that name by the way Otmar no. he's amazing guy he worked with he can work with zero budget and produce uh, a team that finishes fourth really really smart guy yeah now if Daniel Ricciardo were to go back to Alpine it would be it would be a, a a good move for him, I think, because you'd be able to get maybe a two year contract, and that would be that would be the last real ride you get. How old is he now? He's thirty three. Okay. So you know he might have another four years, five years in him, yeah. but I mean, it, you got another four years, five years in you if you're succeeding, and you're seeing results. Yeah. Seeing yourself not at the top degrades you brings you down and i think you you start losing a little bit of interest he's interested in stuff like nascar he's interested in trucks he's he, he's such a character he could probably leave and just get into fashion he he, he doesn't have to stay into oh, in the whole formula one thing. thing with that dude um the dude from the daily show again it was the the whole miami thing when they're walking lando norris and daniel ricardo walking uh, down are you talking box. about james corbin jane that dude oh god i can't i can't deal I cannot deal. I can't grasp how that made me feel. I really can't. It made me disgusted. That weird catwalk they did with yeah, like the, weird the crop tops. And I was like, you know what, Lando Norris, you're a funny dude. Daniel Ricciardo, you're such a funny dude. Why stoop this low? You can get, you can be funny without doing this, mate. I don't understand. So yeah, the whole fashion thing. I was like, no, no, <laughs> don't do that. I still can't believe some guy had the nerve to call Charles Leclerc Chuck Leclerc. <laughs> to his face and Charles had to look at him and be like I'm sorry who the hell is Chuck I've just met you buddy what's was, your name was this in Miami did it that happen in Miami the interview right after the race in Miami yeah oh no uh, no it was Americans eh? it was really really cringeworthy but hey, Chuck uh, Chuck Leclerc and Charles is like yes uh, okay cool man <laughs> thank god I've had media training <laughs> otherwise I would punch you in the yeah. face right now buddy um Yes, look, that's that's an option for him. I've I've got a sneaking suspicion that there's the other other end of the card here where Pierre Gasly, we just discussed uh, that yeah. he might not be having the best time at AlphaTauri. No. If Alpine were able to hit some sort of exit clause or some sort of strategy with uh with Pierre Gasly to get him out of that AlphaTauri and into the Alpine, you have a French constructor mm. with two French drivers. That looks great. Mm, yeah. Now you've also got two young-ish. Well, no, they're they're still young. I'd say they're in their the prime of their careers in terms of their age, 
they've they've got a they've got a good future ahead of them and they've got a they've got a team that can eventually start um working towards podiums and perhaps even wins they've got l plan which is the plan that within 100 races will win another race or something like that but danny rick's in a bit of a bit of a quagmire here and i'm not sure where he goes to be very honest and i'm a little worried for him because he's a good guy and uh you, you don't want him begging Haas for a seat no that'd be insane um but you know who knows what can happen maybe um maybe world war three happens and then china gets exited from the f1 and then there's a seat open at Alfa Romeo. who knows it's a crazy world we've been living in for the past couple of months <laughs> so uh you know <laughs> i don't know what to expect really and wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the shopping I was doing on Alibaba today and how that can't possibly happen. <laughs> Jeez. That, that's something that could happen. Yeah, well, I know, doubt it'll happen. We go but... to the extremes here. This is F1. <laughs> this is F1, Rob. This is F1. Um, now, it's been a little tricky dissecting all of the, you know, the ongoings in the in the summer break I mean, it's only day three or it's i think it's going to day four now yeah it's uh no it's day it's day three it's wednesday. it's wednesday and we've had more to talk about now than i have for the last three weeks which is crazy so it's going to get really really confusing but um just for everybody who's listening to our little plucky podcast thank you very much by the way we've uh, hit 50 plays over the last uh, couple of days which is awesome to see so thank you we appreciate you but uh keeping up to date with all the ongoings of a silly season can be a bit of a nightmare but we'll keep your feet firmly on the ground if you follow any of our social media platforms especially twitter we've been tweeting up a bit of a storm there which has been um, a lot of fun so join us along for that sort of ride if you're into that sort of thing and uh you know, it'll prevent you from telling your friends that uh, Lord Mahavir Ragunathan is signing for Alpine or some weird clickbaity tweet that you might have seen. Just, just give us a follow and uh, get involved. It's a, uh, it's a lot of fun, and we'd, we'd love to see you guys there. Great, game time, Rob. And in this game, Rob, we're going to be playing Kiss, Marry, Kill. Now, if you've ever been to school or if you've ever had friends. You'll probably have played this uh, a little bit of a different take on uh, the usual version. The other version what's is a little other, bit more. What's the other one? I just can't say it, Rob. What's Formula One, marry. Formula One, oh, marry, lame. kill. Super lame, man. Tr truck, marry, kill. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think it's something that we're going to be able to say on air, but uh, okay. we we could see how this goes. So the simple uh, rules of the game is you got to pick, or Rob will, uh, Rob and I will give each other three options of either people or you can be creative and um, I don't know maybe select a, a track or select a, a compound of tire or something oh, wow. it's basically what you're attracted to the most what you're attracted to the least and what you just you, you know cuddle in bed on a long cold winter night like Sebastian like like Sebastian <laughs> Sebastian's uh, my little dog and he's joined us for the podcast thanks Sebastian now go to bed. <laughs> all right, we'll start with you, Rob. Uh, all right, Rob, give me 
three options here, buddy. Okay, I'm going to ease you in. Ease me in, man. Ease you in nicely. We're just going to go for a classic. Romain Grosjean. Okay. <laughs> Nico Hulkenberg. Or Felipe Massa. Wow. So... We always used to call it Felipe Baby when I was a little younger. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'd have to marry uh I'd have yeah, I'd have to marry Felipe Massa. Oh yeah. It, he just seems like a reasonable guy, man. He's reasonable. a terrible he's had a long career, he's got money. He's got money. He's also he's also a pundit at the moment. A what? A pundit. He's a presenter. So he tries his best like presenting for Sky Sports every now and then oh, when okay. the Brazilian Grand Prix comes uh. around. Not very good. Not very good. Not right? very good. He's also balding, so he seems like you know he's a husband. Oh wow, you got a you got a you got a thing against balding or something. No, he's still racing. Uh, actually, of he is. yeah, yeah, he's, he's a crazy person. So I'll I'll, t- I'll marry Felipe. Okay. Um, in terms of kissing, I think uh, I'm, I'm gonna give Nico Hulkenberg a big right. old kiss. He's got that. He's got that hair, buddy. He's got that hair. Hulkenberg. <laughs> And uh, it seems a little wrong to kill Romain Grosjean, seeing as he... Survived. Well, he tried to kill himself so many times on track. I feel, I feel it's only right to choose him for that, uh, oh. for that uh, segment. Yeah. So, Just... yeah. Kill Grosjean, oh, kiss wow. Hulkenberg, and marry Felipe, baby. And by no means do we actually want uh, Grosjean to die in this. Please, please take note of this. No, I just wouldn't want his charred, blistered hands to be stroking my hair as I kiss him. No, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. that just seems gross. Okay, hit me. Alrighty, Rob. Uh, I'm. You know, I've got to stop saying alrighty. I've I've realized that. That could be your got to stop catchphrase. Put on a shirt or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, put, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna like tie dye it on a shirt for myself. Okay. Yeah. Your choice is <laughs> you could either have Monza okay Spa-Francorchamps the Belgian track okay or Le Castellet I don't know what that one is France okay I'd probably I'd probably kill the French one for real? yeah I'd probably kill the French Grand Prix not a I don't know doesn't like France maybe I don't know enough of it maybe I don't like France it's not true i've never been um but uh what was the other one the belgian one i would belgium and monza i'd kiss the belgian one because uh it's also i'd for me and i would definitely um marry uh, monza Mm-mm-mm. yeah you know you're gonna have a long good life yeah exactly. it's been around forever been around forever it's timeless one of the quickest tracks is it no that's similar uh, no, Emla's not. No, Monza's, Monza's the temple of speed, buddy. Okay, cool. I'm right. When we eventually get a uh, video sorted out for this podcast. We're going to have a, tr- a video of you going down Monza. I'll run. Yeah, no. Uh, I've got a big Monza poster that uh, my wonderful fiance actually made me for my birthday. It's an outline of the temple of speed and it's got all the corners. It's, it's probably my favorite possession ever. Is is, uh, is Emla also quite a quick track? Eh? Emla's quick and narrow that's and where narrow. senna unfortunately died okay yeah uh, no it's, it's a good track but it's, it's quick but it's narrow uh yeah it's good it makes makes for decent uh racing if there's a safety car and there's strategies involved but yeah yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good track all right you're up okay 
Now we go rogue. Now we go into it. She's hit me, baby. All right. Gunter Steiner. You know what Kill. I'm going to say next. Toto <laughs> Wolf and Christian Horner. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> okay, look, I'd kill... Jeez. I'd kill... No, I'm going to go straight Jeez. away. I'd kill Horner. Yes! Of course you would. I'd kill Horner because there's nothing that oozes interest. I feel like a marriage with him might be a little dull. I've seen all the the things where they, t- they go to his house and he's there with the horses and his children. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, that looks lovely. But I know you don't live there, buddy. Like, I don't trust you. Um, Toto, I'd get a very scary kiss. Like yeah. a really scary yeah. kiss. I, I feel He's like... bench press you while he does it. <laughs> He's kind of got like the Joker kind of smile, that big wide grin. Uh, I'll, I'll take one. Not a, not a long one. I just an email. <laughs> <laughs> it's me with no shirt. <laughs> and I would 100% marry Gunter Steiner. Yeah, of course. He's like, a sweetie. Not even, a not even, a, not even a, a hard decision there. I feel like waking up in the morning with that guy complaining while he's making eggs... That that sounds like a life I could live. Definitely. And you know he's not going to cheat on you. No. No. He's with gonna what? He's going to come with you to Aldi and you're going to see his face <laughs> all over the billboard. <laughs> My and you're going to be like, this is mine. This is who I believe in. He seems a little bit more down down to earth than anybody else. And you know, he's he might come to the kids, I don't know, uh, concerts or something like that. 100%. But he's going to look all at you and be honest. running an F1 team. Exactly. He's, he's going to be honest. He's going to be like, man, our kid sucks at violin. <laughs> <laughs> They're the hearts of violin. Exactly, the hearts of violin. Toto's going to make sure that kid practices every single day. Christian's going to make sure that somebody else gets that kid to practice every single day. (laughs) Gunter's just going to look at you and be like, you know what, our kid sucks, but man, I love him. Exactly. You're so good, pumpkin. Well done. Pats on the head. I I, I would definitely choose him. My final one for you, Rob. Okay. I got three cars, buddy. It's this year's Ferrari. No, I know you want that already, buddy. 2007 Spyker. Okay. And the 2005 McLaren driven by Kimi Raikkonen. The one with the horns. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Because I don't know the Spyker too well. It was rubbish. Okay. I'm gonna kill that one. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna kill that one. I'm gonna... In fact... VJ Malia bought Spiker and turned that into Force India. So Force oh, India, okay. that that oh, entire yeah. Aston Martin yeah. train leads there. Oh wow, that's the origins. So if you if you're killing that, you're getting rid of Lance Stroll. Oh wow, yeah. So you know, Sorry, pick man. carefully here. You still want to kill it? I feel like I'm gonna, if this ever becomes a thing, I'm going to get super hated by these people. Lance Stroll, Max Verstappen, <coughs> Christian Horner, his wife. Yeah. They're all going to hate me. <laughs> Dear Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Rob, if that is even your real name. <laughs> your podcast sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so you're killing the spiker. Fair enough. The spiker, I'm going to 100%. I'm, I'm only going to give the Ferrari a little peck, a little kiss, a little... Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think that that car... Um, it looks good. It really does look good. But I'm, un- uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit uncertain at the at this stage with everything that's going on. 
Sophie relied. It's all about looks, Wait, mate. It was uh, a. Are, are you? No, it's also about how it drives. Um, yeah, you're looking for marriage here, I guess. Hey, to, you want something reliable. In that, in that McLaren. Many races. There you go. But cool. only towards the end of the season. It was a dog until then. It, re- okay, it retired cool. so, so I might many be, times. I might be proven wrong then. But you know what? I'm then going to go with the thing that we know won. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to marry uh, the, the McLaren. I think that's a fair choice, man. That was one of the most beautiful cars ever. Yeah, that looks stunning. That, that silver, sleek silver with, with the that orange with the accent. west yeah. uh, little uh, dashes on it. Give me some of that, boy. Give me some of I, that. I would. Maybe McLaren should go back to that. Look, I I would drive an Alfa Romeo or a Ferrari or any Italian car any day of the week. So I would I would have married or kissed either one of those. But I feel like I'd rather I'd rather kiss an Italian than a German-made car. So McLaren, Mercedes. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd probably marry them too. Seems sensible. Yeah, it seems like real comfy shoes. Yeah, you know, everyday kind of thing. Cool. All right, so I've got a I've got a surprise on for you now. Go for it, man. Surprise me. It's also it's also about uh, some pretty little numbers. <gasps> <laughs> so on this list, and I really hope they never listen to this. Um, we've got Gertrude Steiner. Oh, she's an avid listener of the podcast, Rob. But you can't do this to Gertie. Gertrude Steiner, Jerry Halliwell, okay, and Susie Wolf. So I'm gonna got k- pictures for everyone. No, I know what they all look like. Oh wow! And I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill Jerry Halliwell. Say about it. What, what's her real name? Uh, come on, you know this. Jerry Horner. No, it's a, oh, the Spice name? Girl. Yeah, no, yeah, what's her name? I don't know which Spice she was. Come on, man. Was she Sporty Spice? I don't no. know. Was she Posh Spice? Her, her hair's red. Was she Red Spice? <laughs> was she, what is it, Paprika? What ginger, is she? Ginger, Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. Okay, well, that's a stupid name. Nah. Uh, nah, God. Okay, I'm killing her also because she refuses to call herself Jerry Horner. Yeah, you know, she's got some pride. Cool. Be, be proud and dead, buddy. No, I, not a chance. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Jeez, mate, where do you? I'm going to do exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the lady who's like, "Oh, our kid's so crap what? at violin." Yeah, it is. Cool, married, easy. Yeah, no fair. And but, but Susie Wolf also looks like a good mother. She looks like a good mother, but she races cars. Um, yeah. So you need to think about that in terms of your F1 lifestyle. Mm. You like cars. She likes cars. She's a good mother. Look, all right, fair enough. If she can take a joke, then I'm down. She definitely will. But this seems like a kill all across the board here. A kill across? What you just? You're a man that wouldn't go for another man's wife. I think that's exactly what it is. (laughs) I've been thinking about this. I'm like, no, I'm just happy to kill. Then you don't have to do anything. I mean, now you're gonna have Christian Horner like hunting you down because you killed those. Oh swine. gosh, what's he gonna do? He's like five foot three. He's nah. He doesn't. He doesn't look like a guy who fights hey, with I his hands. I guy get angry. He, yeah, he looks like he fights with money, buddy. <laughs> We're definitely burning. Yeah. On episode three, we'll delete this one there. Don't worry. Not a chance. I want this to be known. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I would probably. I'd probably end up marrying uh, uh, Gertie Steiner. Gertrude. Gertie. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gertie, man. That's a sweet name. But yes, Gertrude Steiner. I think yeah. she's uh, you know she also made a bit of an appearance in Netflix. 
Like, she? Yeah, with uh, with Gunter making breakfast. That's how I had that whole oh, okay. frame of reference. I was like, oh. that looks like a good family. Yeah, no, they look true. like they got their stuff together. They these do. guys, they do. I love how. Well, you're getting married. I'm still a single dude, and I'm just judging other people's relationships. But uh, yeah, don't be judgy, Rob. No, I'm not. Take that judgy. lesson. No. Don't be judgy. But on that uh, weird note, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea to wrap things up. So a big thanks uh, to everyone who's listened to our podcast so far. We're posting up a storm on Twitter, as I said previously, and on all of our social media accounts uh, for that matter. So please, please do us a favor and get involved. Give us a little follow. Give us a like. If you've done uh, listening to this podcast, give it a rating. It helps us out so much more than you'd ever realize. We're leaving you with a question and our poll on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. Where do you think Daniel Ricciardo will be this time next week? McLaren? Alpine? or Haas. Follow us on all of our socials to get involved and get your votes in. But for now, I'm Michael Robertson and you can follow me at Sweaty Mike. You can follow me at Rob Andrew Hurst. Good job, lad. Say goodbye to the nice people, Rob. Bye, nice people.